Or Christian French. How we doing? Swaggy, what's up? Pretty good. How is uh how's your how's how's break going? Break's break's going pretty good. Uh first first week was pretty chillax at home. Didn't really do a whole lot. You know, uh watched our buddy Canyon graduate from Iowa. So Oh yeah, you went up and saw yep, him. Went to the commencement. He was a little little dot on the stage of about <laughs> six hundred people. Do they do six hundred in a day? I think so. I mean, I'm not sure how they they definitely have to do it in like sessions because I mean it's a state school yeah. is huge. But I'm assuming that since he graduated in the December semester, it was probably a smaller one anyway. But I mean, yeah. there was there was five or six hundred people in his session. Damn. So I know, yeah, I know you and I's is like two hundred. But, yeah, but yeah. Watched him, watched him get his degree, which is kind of funny because his sister actually had graduated the day before from. PT school at Iowa, so it's kind of funny how it lined up like that. Oh yeah. So is he what? So now where is he going again? Not to blow up his spot, but I don't yeah, think he no. cares if we talk about yeah, it. Yeah. So he he got his degree obviously, and now he's going to work at a uh, Lincoln College in Illinois. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. I knew be, it was in Illinois. Yep. And he, I think Lincoln is the name of the town as well. And I think he's going to be the director of sports communication, something like that. Sounds pretty fancy. I know he's he's really excited for it. So. He's going to be starting there, I think, next week. Like you said, early January. Damn. So it's exciting. I mean, that's pretty, really pretty cool. quick turnaround, but it's good that he got a job because, I mean, some people struggle finding a job right out of college. So Yeah. Does he have a place down there? Yeah. I think he was. He had it nailed down to a couple of apartments. Oh, okay. I think it was pretty cheap. So Roommates or? I think he's going to be living by himself because, I mean, I doubt he knows anybody in Lincoln, Illinois. Yeah. That's probably – I feel like he's had – Hit or miss for roommates. Yeah, this is very true. Like this year was probably his best year. With <laughs> oh yeah, roommates. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And then um, you were doing some hunting too. Yep, been out in the blind on my dad's property a few days. Uh, shot at one the other day from about 150 yards. Missed. Goofy, but uh. Wait, did you say that one was a buck or a doe? It was a buck. It was which a buck. Is like, because like. For everyone listening, I'm a very casual hunter. Like, I literally just hunt when I'm home, like, on a break, which is not super often. So, like, I don't shoot my gun as much as I should, and I have trouble keeping the gun a little steady just because I get a little anxious. Mm -hmm. But we don't – my dad has some pretty good, like, hunting property, and he's got a few box blinds, which really helps. So we usually see at least some does. Most times we go out, but not often do we see a buck, and – I was like, yeah, I gotta take a shot. But yeah. it was a pretty he wasn't standing in front of like a tree or anything like that. It was a pretty clear shot. A little bit far for me at least, but missed it. Oh well. Try it again. Hopefully I can get something. And didn't you say it was an it's an elevated blind, right? Yeah. They're uh they're in, I think ten feet off the ground. So yeah. I, I wonder it wouldn't be a bad well, I mean, you could just practice getting more steady, but you could get like a they have those tripods or bog or like they call them bog pods. Yeah. And it really helps steady yeah. it, especially see, if you're taking shots from that far yeah. out. Yeah. See, I definitely am a fan of tripods because like if I'm shooting like on a tripod or like even even better, like a shooting bench, like then it's easy to steady it. Just right. I mean, then it's just like aim and then just trigger discipline essentially. But um, I think the thing which the deer was probably far enough away that this wouldn't have mattered in this situation, but if you're messed around with a tripod inside the blind, it can make, can make a little bit of noise. True. Yeah. My dad's big on like not making any noise and like, I don't know. My dad's like more of an avid hunter than I am. So he's like, oh, I can't make any noise. Yeah. We gotta, we like spray ourselves down with this stuff that was supposed to like mask our scent. Nose jammer. Yeah. Yeah. It's called. Yeah. Like he's pretty hardcore about it. So yeah. Well, that's that's good though. Yeah, that's otherwise I wouldn't be doing it at all. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I've I'm pretty much a beginner hunter too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. What about you? What you um. So sick for a few days. Or... Yeah. So I had a week to just kind of relax, and then I got like a stomach flu. So I ended up it ended up being like a week and a half, and then now I'm back working construction, but. Uh, it's nice to have a little bit of time off and even just even working construction. I mean, it's hard, but it's still not as I feel like mentally taxing as schoolwork. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been nice to be home, too. And 
you know, not have to cook. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I was getting pretty good food. Well, yeah, I was I getting. Mean, I don't know about you, but I'm eating that cafeteria food. So oh it's, yeah, it's been it's been rough for a brother. Is it? Do they not have good cafeteria? I food? mean, it's not. I can't complain because I will say this. I think one of the things that I will miss most when I'm done with college, whatever that is, is being able just to walk into a dining hall and have yeah. a bunch of food like made for me, and I can take as much as I want. Yeah, like, I do not. I don't take that for granted. But I mean. I know you and I, where you go to school, has really good food at their dining facilities, from what I've heard. Yeah. I've been there once or twice, and it was really good, actually. Ours is kind of hit and miss. Um, for me, it's just like, because, I mean, we have a few options. We have, like, a Starbucks, essentially. I don't really go there. Uh, we have, like, a grill, which is, like, burgers and fries. Try not to go there a whole lot. We have a smoothie place, which is good. Get that once in a while. And then we have, like, a sub salad soup place yeah. that's where i probably go the most often just because it's easy to like grab like a like a foot long or like a salad or a wrap or something and then there's the actual dining hall where it's like buffet style so for me it's just like i eat a foot long sub like every single day I just yeah get super tired of it at at you when i was my freshman year when i was going to the dining hall uh their their food was pretty pretty good at first and then like it like you said it was kind of hit or miss, but the sandwiches were always consistent. So I would get a sub all the time. And we, they actually had a day during finals. I think it was during finals week where everyone could eat, all students could eat free at the dining hall. So yeah, I think they do that during finals week as well. Yeah. So I went and grabbed food there. And granted, they have to cook it. They have to cook so much because they know there's a bunch of people coming. So it's not going to be hot and fresh, but. It was just kind of okay, but I mean, anytime I don't have to cook, I'm going to take advantage of yeah, it because I was getting pretty lazy towards the end of the semester and like doing the very bare minimum on cooking. So yeah, no, I, w I was too, because I would, I ran out of my meal plan because like, see last year I lived in the apartments so I could get a smaller meal plan because I would cook in my dorm because I had a stove and everything, which I don't, I don't really mind cooking when I have the time this year, since I'm back in the dorms because I'm an RA. I had to get like a slightly uh, see there's only one like communal stove on the first floor so i don't really cook i cook way less this year so i was in the dining hall so i ran through my meal plan by thanksgiving oh which, wow luckily i knew someone that hadn't used like even like half of theirs so they just sent me a picture of their id and i was just swiping over them yeah but, but for a while there i was literally just like sometimes my dinner would be like a can of like a, a can of black, <laughs> a can of black beans mixed with like a can of tuna. Oh and, god! And like some shredded cheese, and that was no. dinner. <laughs> Sometimes I would make rice with it, but no, or like, <laughs> or like canned chicken mixed with a can of beans. <laughs> My guy, you gotta be, you gotta try a little harder than that, dude. I was like. I guess you, you had I was, so much stuff going on. Yeah, I was, I was money poor and I was time poor, more importantly. So I was literally just like, So how, how was the RA thing? Uh, it, it was all right. I mean, I honestly, I don't really know what I was thinking. It's going to sound bad. I don't know if I was thinking that it was going to be like a wonderful, like pleasurable job that I was going to like wake up every day and be like, ah, another day like a little Simpson College RA. But, I mean, it's definitely, like, it's not terrible. I mean, most, like, pretty, mostly uh, the kids on my floor, they're, like, they're pretty good, well-behaved. I know quite a few of them, um, so that helps. Did I you mean, have any, like, horror stories? Like, uh, Not on my floor. I had, had a couple on, on in different buildings and on some different floors where I could get into that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the worst part about the job, the least favorite in my opinion is like, if you've been to college, like, you know, like your RA or whatever, probably puts those little things on your door with your name on them. We call them door decks. And like, I just hate making all that artsy stuff. Cause like, yeah. you only have, you only have to make them like once every like month or two, but like, ah, I just like, like, that just seems so like trivial to me. And no, well, I guess guys don't, but like guys don't give a they shit. don't care right at now. all. We had, I was on the 10th floor um, of one of the towers and 
literally we would go down the elevator and like floors would open to the girls floors and their RAs spent so much time like making all these arts and their walls were covered. Our hall was literally bare bones, like plain. And then it had like one thing on our door just for our names, but that was, and then that, and those fell off halfway through the year and none of us, no, nobody replaced them and nobody cared that they didn't replace them. See, it is nice to have like something like that, especially like at the beginning of the year and maybe after Christmas break, just to like, I don't know, make it look not trashy. But like, yeah, to me, it's just like ah, like I I got more important stuff. But it is, it's it's a it's a good paying job as far as an on campus job. So I'm thankful for that. I I don't think I'll be reapplying to do it next year just because. See, because I got like three different jobs on campus. And I was like, going to say, you're doing a lot of stuff right yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm doing that. And then one of my other jobs is teaching fitness classes. So I teach those three times a week. I just get paid like 10 bucks a class there. So that's a little bit extra money. And then the one, this is kind of funny. I work the most hours coaching like athletes and teams in the weight room. But since I'm an RA, I can't have like you can only have like so many work studies, obviously, because like they don't want you to make too much money. Just trying to hustle out here. I, I know I work there more than anyone else, any other students, but I don't get paid at all for that, which kind of stinks. But so I'm going to be I think next year I'm just going to focus on that so I can just get paid for doing the work that I actually enjoy and then kind of, you know, narrow down my focus because, I mean, that's what I'm actually going to be doing for a living. So I think it pays to focus more on that. And, and what teams did you have again? So I I helped with football, obviously. I mean, if you – like in strength and conditioning, like football is going to get the most attention because it's the biggest team on campus traditionally, and it makes the most money. So it was, it was me, our two strength coaches, two full-time coaches, and then me and I think four, four or five other undergraduate assistants, which technically like – I was an intern and like the only difference between an intern and an undergraduate assistant is undergraduate assistant gets paid interns don't, but there, I don't know. There was one, one person that had that like resigned their position. So I don't know if I'll be able to like pick that up next semester. Cause I mean, I'm already doing the work. Might as well just pay me for it. Yeah. Shameless plug, but yeah. So help with football, obviously. And then I helped with women's basketball in the preseason then I've been working with wrestling since the start of the year. I've actually been able to run wrestling, me and one of the other undergraduate assistants. We've been doing that pretty much all on our own, which has been awesome because I think I really need, like, the coaching experience. You know, it's it's a little bit different, like, helping out as opposed to, like, leading a group, like, having to be the voice in the room, you know, like, telling them how to do the warm-up and correcting their form and stuff like that. Yeah. And then – since volleyball started their off season, I've been helping with them before break. And then I program, I've been doing the programming for the swim and uh, swim, swim and dive team. They just come in on their own and lift at like a certain time because they're a much smaller team. I think there's like 10 or 12 athletes between the men's and the women's teams. And, you know, we already have a pretty packed schedule, so it just worked better that they came in on their own. So I just kind of tell them how to go through the workouts and then they come in on their own, sign this little attendance sheet that I check at the end of the week. And then at the end of the semester, I picked up the uh, programming for the cross country team as well. So got a lot going on there. And then I think I'll probably work with a lot of the same teams going into the second semester. Football is going to be in like the heart of their off season. So I got a kind of a sneak peek of what the football offseason was going to look like towards the end of the semester. It was pretty fun, actually. You know, guys were getting after it. So, damn. But yeah, good stuff. That sounds cool. So, you get to do programming. Well, you got to do programming for cross country and you were in cross country. Yeah. So, so did you just like make your workouts whatever you wanted (laughs) them? (laughs) So, the way way it worked out was at the beginning of the year, I wasn't programming for cross country. It was someone else. And then they happened to be the person that resigned their job. So I was like, yo, like, let me do it. Like I do the sport and like, I don't know. Yeah. I was just like, you already know the game. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, you don't really, I mean, for cross country, especially like 
you could probably get away with not like lifting at all because I mean you just have to run and you don't need the people very bulky like just gonna be like higher rep stuff for muscular endurance yeah and like you know especially at that level when the races are much longer yeah I mean you get them like some you know some hip like mobilization stuff to keep them healthy some legs obviously you need some like hamstring and quad strength Mm -hmm. but you don't need to bulk them up too much really yeah i give them some upper body just because i mean it's it's good for general fitness and stuff. right yeah but damn but yeah sounds very busy yeah, how are how are classes uh classes classes were tough i don't know if it was because i had because i'll admit like i definitely spread myself too thin yeah and that's one that's another reason why i think i'm gonna pare down a lot next year just so i can focus on doing a better job at a very small amount of things but um so i started out i only had three classes which i usually take at least four per semester so that was good but two of them had a lab component to them oh, so that yeah. was brutal so i started out the semester i was taking a sports finance class that went pretty smooth didn't have a whole lot of trouble with that then i was taking human physiology which had a lab and the labs are like three hours long. They're only once Gosh. a week, but they're three hours long, which is brutal. Because I can barely. Pay I have attention. one of those next semester, and I'm not looking forward they're to it. Atrocious. Yeah. I can barely pay attention for like an hour long class without like wanting to do something else or fall asleep. Right. But that was required for my major, so I had to stick that one out, which I scraped by with like a C, which is like what you need to get for it to count towards your major. So that was that was a little bit rough on the GPA. And then I was at the beginning of the semester, I was taking chemistry, which also had a three hour lab once a week. And I was thinking, cause I haven't taken chemistry since high school and now I'm a senior. So pretty big gap there. I, and like, this was just like the intro, intro level class. And I severely underestimated how much math and how difficult it was going to be. Cause like, if you know me personally, I'm like not a big math guy. I'm not very good at it. Don't enjoy it. And there's quite a bit of chemistry and like equations and stuff like a math in chemistry. So after a while I was like, yeah, like this, I don't even think I'm going to be able to like, I'm definitely not going to do well in this class and I don't want to have to like fail it and then have it mess with like my eligibility. So luckily I was able to get out of that class and pick up a class, an online class, just for the second half of the term. We call it like a T2 class. And it was still, it was just eight weeks long, but it was still worth the full amount of credits. Oh, nice. So that was, a, I think that one was called Healthcare Ethics. And that was actually pretty interesting. I enjoyed that class. Online classes are usually not super hard. So I was able to finish with the full amount of credits, but just got out of the chemistry. So it was a rough semester, but I think, I think from here on out until I'm done, I shouldn't have to take too many like super hard classes. So yeah. What about you? Um, as far as classes go? Yeah, everything. I feel like I've been blabbing for. No, a while. I I liked it. I was um, <laughs> uh, my entire semester was actually pretty pretty damn good. Um, I just I had six classes, which I'm it's Sheesh. yeah, it's not foreign that's, to me. It's a ton. I've I've been taking five or six classes every semester since I've been at UNI. That's crazy. Yeah. So, granted, every once in a while, like one of them will be a lab. It's one of them, or not lab. Uh, one of them will usually be like a one or two credit class. But um, I really liked this semester because I really liked all my classes for the most part. So it didn't really feel like a heavy workload. And to jump on top of that all the classes were pretty much like conceptual based. So there wasn't very much homework involved in them. It was more so just like, okay, just make sure you know what you're talking about or make sure you know the material when it comes to test time. And then on top of that, I just had a lot of really good professors. I had one professor for two classes um, who I just really, really liked. Uh, And then I had a strength and conditioning class for, it was pretty much my first strength, my first true strength and conditioning class. So that was very interesting to me. And then um, I had a 
marketing i had a yeah i had a marketing class that the professor was just so laid back and we really just like like we went in there and went over the material but then a lot of the times it was just very conversational and he was just very cool about like he was basically like all right i'm gonna be straight up with you guys i don't care about tests so like as much as i can help you we're not going to stress about the tests at all and so like he pretty much just gave us the answers to all the tests. Dude, I wish and, we were a human phys teacher would have done this. Yeah, it was awesome. And he was telling us like all these life stories. He's a super funny guy. Um, he'd bring in coffee every day. It was the best. But then one like of my- for the, for the class? For the whole class. What? Yeah, dude, this guy was the best. Like a, how big of a pot did that have to be? I mean, it was just a because not a lot of people took it. Because it was at sure. two o'clock in the afternoon. But True. sometimes it came in clutch. Like when Only you had the junkies, we were taking it. Yeah, when you had long. Oh, you bet your ass, Nolan was over there pouring himself a freaking cup. Joe. Yeah. yeah, but I can't say much. I was pounding energy drinks towards the end of the semester. Was in an unhealthy. Was way. it this semester when I snapped you once and you were like, "Yeah, I've been drinking like Red Bulls at like eleven o'clock at night or something." Dude, I okay. That I don't think I did that until the like finals week. But That's okay. fair. So. Yeah, let me let me give you. A... I wasn't bad on energy drinks. The, the last yeah. semester I was the one yeah. before. See, this is this has been the first semester where I've been like, I think it it started towards the end of this last spring semester because I was like, because I am not before like this past year I haven't been like a huge caffeine user, and but then like oh I have been I was gonna say, <laughs> but I've I've gotten. I, w- I would almost say, like, I was addicted to it at some point. Oh, like, so... I know, because, like, I would use them during finals week, and because I, ha- I hadn't really been using it a whole lot, it was like, damn, I feel like Superman after drinking, like, a monster. Yeah. And then it carried into the summer when I did my internship because I was working, like, 12 hours a day and having to wake mm-hmm. up at, like, 4.30 every morning. So I would I needed them at that point, in my opinion. And then... Obviously, like I had a lot going on, so I definitely wasn't sleeping enough. So it seemed like most days during the week, at least, I would have like a rain or a monster or something like that. And then, you know, finals week, I just throw all health considerations out the window in return to pass my finals pretty much. So yeah. if I have to drink like an energy drink at like 7, 8 p.m. at night, like I'll yeah. do it, which is terrible for your health, would not advise it. But yeah. I haven't really had. I haven't really had hardly any caffeine since I've been on break and I've been really getting a lot of sleep. So I'm hoping to carry that, at least some of that into the, the next yeah. semester. Cause I know that's not good for me or I should at least switch over to more like more coffee, yeah. which the thing that got me was like, you can buy like a rain or a monster with your meal plan. So I was just, like, yeah. I was like, Oh, like it's not that makes out of my pocket. Like I've already paid for it. Yeah. But yeah. 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 So he was bringing coffee. That was awesome. But then I had one, I had my capstone. Do you guys have those? Yeah. Like, yeah, you do them like your last yeah, year. Yeah. The it's like a big internship or a project usually, isn't it? Ne- well, so we, we have to do like an internship, but this is like completely different. The point of the capstone for us is basically like to pick something outside of your field that, because everyone has to do a capstone, basically picking something outside or not necessarily even outside your field, but a little bit different from what you're normally studying. And the point is to like kind of, um, I think the point is to like kind of immerse you with other students that you wouldn't normally be with and also like learn something new. Like a lot of the capstones are travel abroad or study oh, abroad, nice. but because of the way my schedule worked, I could like, I barely even got into the one that I got into. It was like the only one that worked with my schedule. So I wasn't super interested in it. And like, it was kind of one of those deals where like most, most professors like that are usually like accepting of the fact that, okay, you're just here these, to class credit. Exactly. But this one wasn't. No and deal. not anything to her fault. Like she was very good, but she was just very excited and passionate about the class. And like everyone was kind of like, eh, I don't want to yeah. like do this. And like we had to work with we had to do a group project with people from Columbia. So it was just like a lot of like like the country? Yeah. It was like a lot. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool, but it was just like a lot of like extra work for just that class and like all in all it wasn't that much work 
and there wasn't any tests. It was like a discussion-based class. So it really wasn't that bad. It was just kind of like, I, that was really the only class I wasn't like excited about going to. And it was probably also because my other classes were, well, I had a marketing class that wasn't super, it was just like, eh, but cause it was at 8am too, but, okay. but yeah, it, it was all, all in all, it was a very good semester. And I feel like I learned a lot. I mean, this sounds corny, but like, I kind of learned about a lot about myself. So like, um, in like, you know, the, I've showed you that, like life, that life planner thing. Yeah. It's usually like, I usually try to write down like three takeaways from each month. And I was looking back through those and like the, I had some really good ones, just like learning about myself, like what works for me. And like, um, I got my website up this semester, but I could have yeah. done it like way earlier. And I figured out it was just kind of like fear holding me back. Like, really? cause I, it, it was never gonna be perfect, but I no. knew that cause I was designing, I wasn't having a web designer. So that was a big thing I learned. Like I'm very indecisive as it is. So I kind of just needed to just do it. Just do it. So um, that was a big thing that I learned. And then also just not have, not like, I almost get like uh, uneasy when I'm not doing something. Like I feel like I need to do yeah. something. Otherwise yeah. I'm going backwards. And like a lot of people say that, like a lot of like, you'll hear that from like motivational videos. Like, oh, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. But the definition of like moving forward is different because I always have to remind myself like, okay, you're taking six classes right now. You're working, you know, 15, 20 hours a week. Like I know I wasn't doing as much as you, but it but was you're not by no means yeah. like a societal bum. Like, yeah. So you're, I, you're moving towards like something important. Yeah. So like I always felt guilty about that, especially uh, last spring. Um, but then this, this past semester, I was kind of just like, a little more forgiving of myself. Um, and then that kind of let me relax and be more content and I could kind of spend more time with friends and I wasn't just so uneasy all the time. Um, so, I mean, if that, if that cost me like not getting a few things done as far as like my career or whatever, as far as like personal development, then I think it was worth it. Um, and then in terms of the gym, I had some ups and downs. So I've been, training for hypertrophy up until this past week. Um, now I'm getting back into powerlifting, but I've been training for hypertrophy since the start of the school year. Um, and I learned a lot of good things as far as programming for that. And then also just um, being a little more uh, sensible. So I had some, I had some lower back issues and um I, it wasn't enough for me to like go see someone. So I always just was like, ah, it's fine. But I had one of the kids in my personal training class that I taught, I was talking to him cause he had the same thing. And he's like, yeah, I just finally went to a physical therapist and he's like, you can't just keep riding the same broken roller coaster and like expect, like you can't just ego lift and like so push yourself through the pain. And I was like, yeah, like my pain's not extreme. Like it's not even like it's very acute and it's mainly after session. So that's what makes me think it's an overuse issue. But I, <coughs> excuse me, I finally just called a physical therapist and like went, I went to see one cause I was like, it's better that I get ahead of this now. Exactly. So I've been uh, doing, doing yeah. some work to get ahead of it. Before just it becomes like an actual problem. Exactly. Just so I can kind of get back into powerlifting. Cause I do, I do miss powerlifting. And then, um, yeah, other than that, it was just pretty, pretty good semester. Kind of excited for what's to come. I've been pretty anxious about it because I graduate in this in May. Um, so I'm just like, oh, what the hell am I going to do after I graduate? Like, yeah. literally have no idea. Um, and me being indecisive, that just makes it worse. But I've been trying to like kind of give cut myself a break and remind myself that it's, you know, it's going to be fine. Yeah. So yeah no yeah that's a really that's a really good point you make about like learning stuff about yourself because i definitely i definitely learned things about myself this semester too and like learned kind of because i mean you mentioned like oh like you weren't doing as much as me but like i think from my point of view even though i was doing all that stuff i think in the future like i know that I would rather do focus on less things yeah. and do them better rather than have my hand in like all these different pots yeah. and just have like a little bit of progress and everything. Like, 
yeah, like it definitely like showed me what I was capable of, but like I definitely compromised like my sleep a lot, which equates to my health pretty much. And I mean, I can't be like, if I'm, if I'm going to make like a career out of health, like I got to practice what I preach. So I mean, if I have to give up some things to like get a little bit more sleep and like be involved in less things overall, so I can just be really good at one or two things. Like that's definitely like, I found that that's what I want to do. Cause I mean, yeah, like I was doing a lot of stuff, but I felt like I never really had any free time because like chances are, if I wasn't doing something, which was rare, then I needed to be studying for an upcoming test or something like that. And something that I really like is like just having like a little bit of freedom and like autonomy within my like day. That's what's one thing I really like about coming home on break mm-hmm. is, you know, I can just like, I can read for like an hour if I want. I can, I can, li- I can literally do whatever I want all day. And I mean, obviously I really like some structure because it keeps you like on track and accountable, but I like, I like a little bit of free time to kind of work on my own stuff. Like I didn't really have as much time to read on my own as I usually like to do, or I didn't really have a whole lot of time to work on my website on the side or like I didn't hardly post on Instagram hardly at all just because I was so like kind of stressed and like busy. And I don't think busy, like there's a difference between busy and productive in my book. Like busy is like you have something that's like filling your time but you may not be necessarily making a lot of progress towards yeah. like something that's important to you. Like I'd rather be like, I'd rather work like eight hours a day on something that's like important to me than work like twice that on a bunch of different things. Like that's the difference between busy and productive for me. They're two different yeah. things in my book. And I, I mean, for me, I feel like you're very disciplined, you're strong willed. So it probably wasn't as bad for you, but for me, like it's pretty much just burnout, but there comes a point to, to me when I'm starting to feel burned out where it's kind of like you're trying to juggle all these things and then they just all fall out of the air and like hit you in the face. And, and it's pretty much just you kind of saying F it. And then you're just like, do the bare minimum because you won't like, you need a break. Yeah. Just get by. And I mean, everyone got a breaking point. I think like, I think I and probably you and probably most other people like, we can because i mean if you're like an ambitious person like you always want to be progressing you can like i've like felt bad like when i'm yeah it feels like i'm dropping the ball on stuff but like you got to realize like yeah like sometimes you got to push through a little bit of pain but everyone's got a breaking point and like you can't just i mean everyone's got to sleep that's just like a physiological thing that you need to do to help like because i mean I don't know. Everyone's yeah. got a breaking point. You don't need to feel bad about, I mean, that's usually a sign that you need to kind of take a step back. What are you doing? How can you readjust your plan to have it work better? Yeah. And another thing with like, I know I've talked about, talked about this before on the podcast, but I feel like I'm actually finally starting to put it into practice. Um, but when you're always doing something, I like, I know we get in the mindset and it's not always bad or it's not, like inherently bad to like always want to be being productive. But when you're constantly doing that, I feel like for me anyways, I'm at a certain point I stop living in the moment. Cause I'm always like, what's the next thing? Like next step, I got to be thinking about a million things. Like I, what do I got to do tomorrow? You know, what do I have to get done by the end of the day, all this stuff. And you really become like removed from the present. Right. And yeah, I feel like, that's something I've been actually doing better with because yes, like it's, it kind of becomes one of those things where it's like, okay, I really got to work hard so that like, let's use like lifting for an example. It's like, I really got to put all this time and effort into getting a 315 bench press. And then you're doing all this work. And then once you get the bench press, you're like, okay, now I got to do it, get a 350 bench yeah. press. And it's like, you're never like, taking a minute to be happy and content with no. where you're at, where you are at the current moment. So I, I mean, you don't want to become super self-congratulatory, but I feel like it's good to kind of live, I, I don't know, just live in the moment. And there's times where I, I mean, it sounds lazy, but I've been doing this more this year where I kind of just sit back and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to focus on just being here now. And if it means like, 
I'm not going to be as productive or set up all these things for the next week to do, then so be it. I, I mean, you, you just have to live in the yeah. moment, you know? No, I'm, I'm like super guilty of that. Like I'm constantly thinking of like what I need to do and like, I don't know, especially like when I have too much time on my hands, then I get going with like ideas in my head and like start yeah. thinking about like, I'll have like a freaking life crisis just in my head thinking of like yeah. what am I doing with my life and like I don't know I saw I don't know if many people are familiar with uh with Mark Bell if you're into fitness and like strength training you probably are familiar with him he made the he invented the slingshot but um I've been he's been having some pretty good posts on Instagram that I've been liking lately he had he had a video one day that said like two days of the week that you should never worry about are yesterday and tomorrow like you should always like always try to live like day to day and I mean even though I may not always like exemplify that I'm definitely like like that's the way to do it like I mean win each day win one day win the next day win the next day keep stacking up good days you're gonna have a few bad days in between there but as long as you keep going and have more good days than bad like you're gonna get where you want to go or at least towards or at least towards where you want to go yeah I agree Another thing, another thing that um, I find like I've been implementing more and I, this is another thing that we've talked about, but like, it's kind of, it's, I mean, just like I said with, with the last thing, I'm actually finally starting to try to put it into play is eliminate all my negative self-talk because especially like, I mean, take for example, like now I'm working construction, I knew it was going to be, you know. 10 degrees today. I didn't want to do what we were doing at work. I knew it was going to suck. So I rolled out of bed and I was like, oh, it's gonna be such a long day. And then like right away, I was like, Nope, you know what? It's gonna be a good day. Just got, you know, I'm going to go get a good workout in then I'm going to have good breakfast. And then I'm going to have like a relaxing drive to work where I get to listen to music. I'll work hard. And then, you know, I'll come home. Good like day. it'll be good. Yeah. So it's just like all in how you talk to yourself and it's very, I'm, you know, I'm very guilty of not doing that. I mean, a lot of the times I don't, I'm a lot of times I'm just very down on myself. Um, but that's super important. And, and it's, even if you like have to fake it, sometimes you just, I mean, if you keep telling yourself like things are going to be good, then you're, it'll change your outlook on it. Like it's, 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 Another good way to do it is if you know, like for a little bit of time that like, so let's say like a training, a training block, let's say, so I'm just starting with powerlifting, like back up again, my strength's nowhere where it used to be. Um, but if I come into this block and I have like a mantra say, let's say, and I say, um, let's say, I just say like every training session, I'm going to, you know, bring, bring effort, like have a saying to say to myself before each train, uh, training session. Like I heard, um, there's this one UFC, uh, fighter talking about this and, um, I can't remember what his mantra was. It was like too fast to something to, it was too fast, too strong to something. And he would just repeat it to himself over and over again, stuff like that. I feel like can, you can almost trick your brain into like getting into a better mindset. Yeah. That's, that's like one of the big things that I did when I had my uh, hip surgery. I just, for me, it was just day by day, like day by day was how I was looking at it. Like if I can get through one day, like when I first had it, it was like, okay, I'm looking at six to eight months before I can get back to full function. That's, that seems like way too much. But if you just break it down, okay, day by day, day by day, oh, now I'm off crutches day by day. Oh, now I'm jogging a little bit. It just makes it seem... Because, I mean, that's that's all you ever have. You All all you ever have is the present. Like, you never get to live in tomorrow or yesterday. And you're always – the only person you're that you're always with is yourself. Right. And the only person that you're the, – the only place that you're always at is your head. Like, what, what you're thinking about. So, you might as well make that a good place. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. When you – if you think back to some of the most challenging – workouts or even times in your life you start to do it automatically like i remember super hard practices where i'd just be like all right we got 20 minutes of practice left or we got 
five sprints left. We got four sprints left. We got three sprints left. Like you, you talk to yourself, like you, you tell yourself, okay, just keep going. Like you, you tell yourself that when it really sucks because you know, you need to tell yourself, like, you know, you need that to get through it. So if you can just do that in day-to-day life, I feel like that's something I've been trying to do more. I feel like it's been helping a little bit. Yeah. A really good book. If you want to work on self-talk is there's this book called, I think it's called what you say when you talk to yourself. It's a really good read. I have it. Um, shameless plug. It's on my, uh, recommended books page on my website. So uh, dang, that's a good idea. Yeah. I was going to say, I just, uh, might as well just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. One of the things that I've been focusing on over break is just kind of working on my website. So I got two new pages up. One, is a resources page where I have a list of books that I recommend that I've read and really enjoyed and got something out of. I got like a section for like personal development books, anything from like mindset to money and like a little bit of philosophy, stuff like that. And then I have another section with like uh, health and fitness books. And then I got a few YouTube channels that I find helpful as well as like podcasts, um, websites and i think i have a few like apps on there as well just like stuff that i think people that if they're looking for guidance on how to like excel in personal development or health like that's some stuff that's worked for me and i mean i'm just i'm just your average guy so if it can work for me it can work for you so christianfrenchfitness.com and then i got up a uh like a coaching page as well so if you want to apply for like online coaching with me it'd probably be online since i'll be going back to school or if you just want me to like write you a program or I mean something more like something more trying to make it a word, something more would be just like online coaching. You know, we communicate throughout the week. I'd probably take a look at like your form, have you send me some videos. So stuff like that, got that up. And uh, yeah, that's probably one of the main things that I've been working on over break. That sounds, yeah, that's really good. I like the idea of the recommended page. I should do that too. Yep. Um, I think, I somehow like I found out how to like link my Instagram to my website. So if yeah. you go to my website, you can see like my latest posts. That was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Um, how's your training been going? It's been going pretty good. I I mean, throughout the semester I was kind of just like I wouldn't say doing the bare minimum, but like I wasn't hitting the gym every day just with my schedule and like I was kind of jug there was a while where I was kind of juggling two sports at once between basketball and cross country. So, I mean, you know, your body can only handle so much. So I was just doing basically the team workouts. Those were two to three a week. And then I would hit maybe one to two additional days. So I was working out between like two and four days a week, which doesn't sound like a, I should say like in the weight room. And then I was running pretty much every day. And then once basketball started, obviously basketball practice. So, not a ton of weights, but my the type of training I was doing was more like athletic-based, functional training. Um, we got a new strength staff this year, and um, that's been really helpful for me, like developing as like a strength coach, if you will, because, I mean, they have a lot of different – the head coach in particular has a lot of different views than like I – don't, I don't even know if I would say traditional strength and conditioning, but like – from what I've seen in my other internships, like, like weirdly enough as like, it sounded weird to me at first. He was like, yeah, like none of our teams will back squat and none of our teams have back squatted, which is for me, I was like, dude, no way. Like, cause for me, like back squats always been like the king of leg exercises that and like the deadlift. But I mean, the thing is like, he has a reason behind everything he does. He can explain it. And at the end of his explanation, I'm like, well, I can't really argue with that. So like yeah. our main our main movements have been uh trap bar deadlift and then we got a bunch of new like rogue safety bars. If you know what a safety bar looks like. Yeah. With the handles and we've been doing safety bar split squats like for our main like leg movement. Yeah. Because I mean the reasoning behind that is like Is that just like fatigue management? I think it's more of just like single leg strength because I mean we, we load up the split squat pretty heavy too, but I mean, if you think about it, in athletics, most athletic you're running at some point, like running mm-hmm. up the court, up and down the field, around the track, whatever. When you're running, you're never on two feet at the same time. You're yeah. always on one foot, so it makes sense to want to focus a lot on single leg strength. Yeah. Now, I do think there's 
place for like double leg strength. And I mean, teams do front squat and do other squat variations like goblet squat and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. We've loaded up like we maxed out on the split squat. And yeah. Like, people are putting like three, four plates on there and doing it. Like, Damn. Which like, it's crazy to see and like. Yeah. So, yeah. I think like especially in season, that sounds like not it doesn't sound like a bad idea in terms of like fatigue management i would say like i mean i feel like the reason that i would really like i mean and everyone likes the back squat is just because you can load it so heavy right and i mean you want to be able to raise your ceiling for your work capacity for for your strength um but like there's so many other demands that an athlete faces and there's so many other ways that they can get that strength in. And I feel like, you know, he's probably right. The single leg stuff is, it can be very beneficial. Um, So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's the thing I like about just like any like exercise program. Like there's, there's never like a one size fits all. Right. You could probably put like, 10 different programs together for one athlete yeah. and justify every single one of them pretty much. Yeah. That's why I, I just love programming so much. And especially like as selfish as it sounds, I love programming for me because in terms of like data collection, this is, that's the most I've gotten. Right. That's the longest, the longest client I've had is myself. And so I've tried so many different things for myself, so many different stupid things. And then right. so many things where I've been like, Oh, wow, that really worked surprisingly. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to like just program for yourself and like figure out, cause especially like, like I don't want to like cry that I have terrible genetics, genetics, but I feel like since I've been training for what damn near almost 10 years, I'm probably closer to my gen- genetic potential than mo- than a lot, yeah. than a good amount really- of people. Yeah, yes. he's done really well, especially because, I mean, I think personally, and this is like a compliment to you, because like since you started like making your own programming and especially since you like got to college, I think I've seen more progress in like your size and strength and yeah. much every, like everything related to that than I have like from you all the way through high school. Which yeah. Is super impressive. Yeah, and that's good to know. And I don't think like I'm near my ceiling, but um, I just think like it's it. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it takes a lot to. I feel like it. I mean, everyone hits plateaus, but yeah, yeah. But it's it's just very interesting to me. Um, Yeah, me too. It. uh, What else is new? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was gonna say one of the things that I really like. To do which i didn't really realize until this semester is like you ever just like because i mean everyone knows like the basic exercises like bench squat deadlift mm-hmm. like your basic accessory movements but like it's crazy how many like new exercises you can just like pretty much make up or think up like me like me and the assistant strength coach one day just spent like 30 minutes just like messing around with like bands and like oh like i've never done this before and we we're like Oh yeah, I might put that in. Like, yeah. I, like I found out like two or three exercises just that way that like I put into programs and like made them real. Like it's just like I never like thought that you'd kind of like get your creative side involved as far as that because I mean, yeah, no one's saying like you have to stick to the basic movements. I mean, as long as they're like safe, not putting someone in like a compromising position, and like you're getting something out of it, like you can justify it pretty much. Yeah. And even like um, like technique variations, yeah, like I, like yeah, I've been finding like because I do a lot of like lateral raises just because I think it's for me it's one of the best exercises to grow my um, lateral delt. And I found like if I because I actually saw Mark Bell talk about this, um, if you like lean mm. back against um, like something so and then you do one, gravity. yeah, it like really like really puts a lot of pressure on the on the lat um lateral delt and i've been doing those a little bit and it's just like little stuff like i mean i know like to the uninitiated they're probably like oh this sounds lame as hell like you get excited about that but like stuff like that because i mean listen i've been training for so long that when you find out something like that it's like revolutionary yeah you're like 
What? I could have been doing this this whole time? This is why my shoulders are as big as Mike Rasheed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's like the thing with, um, like you were saying, finding new exercises. Half the time, I don't even know that it's necessarily necessarily that the exercise is revolutionary. It's just that you've never done it before. So you... Someone's always come up with it before you, but it's new to you. But it's new to you. So like you get this completely new stimulus. I feel, mm-hmm. and, and obviously the basics are all... I mean, they're going to give you very good results. This, yeah. Like that I think it was John... Yeah, I think it was John Meadows that said like the basics performed with intensity promises the best results. But like... It's never a bad idea to mix right. things up, and especially it, like just for like the sake of training. Yeah, I was going to say, especially yeah. just for making training yeah, fun. It makes training fun. I think that's the biggest thing for athletes, too, especially if like they're not super into lifting. Like if you give them something oh, yeah. that's kind of like fun, like it's going to, they're going to be more bought in. But so, yeah. uh, what'd you get for Christmas? <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I actually got something really cool that I'm, I've been using like every single day since I got it. So, you know I'm a big uh, – I can get a little woo-woo sometimes. I'm a big Ben Greenfield fan. So, oh, my gosh. You I'm, got a coffee enema. No, <laughs> not quite. That's for my birthday. Uh, <laughs> I got one of those red light therapy things. What? Like, Aren't those, like, really expensive? I was going to say, I got, like, a small, like, oh, you portable just... one. Oh, that's cool. And, like, because, like, I've, I've looked at, like, several different brands. Like, if you guys know who Ben Greenfield is – like, I'll just give, like, a very, like, brief description. Like, I think this is how Nolan described him to me when I first heard about him. He's like, he'll do anything, like, anything to get even the littlest, like, increase in his health. He's no matter. He'll go, solely like, concerned with complete health optimization. Yeah, and, like, anti-aging and, like, yes. living optimal. Biohacking. Like, it doesn't matter how much money he has to spend because, like, he makes a lot of it because he's written books and like done all this crazy stuff, which I kind of like, mm-hmm. but a lot of his stuff isn't as like practical to someone broke like me. But I looked around and like, I think the one that he uses is called like a juve. Those are yeah. super expensive. Yeah. I looked at those cause I was like, Oh, this like looks cool. Yeah. And then I like, went to the website $2, and it was like, Oh, $17,000. <laughs> yeah. But then like I found another brand that like, it's called uh, Mito, I think, M-I-T-O, and I compared them, and, like, they look pretty much essentially the same, except for the Mito was a lot less expensive. Like, I got one that's, like, I think it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's probably, like, 14 inches by, like, 10 inches, like a square block, and I think it was, like, 300 bucks, which, obviously, that sounds expensive for just, like, a red light, yeah. but, I mean, if you compare them to, like, the Juve, like that would be like over like probably 600 bucks. So I got that. So what's the idea behind the red light so therapy? The red light therapy is, this is something more like new age. I'm not like an expert on them, but from what I understand, there has been studies that have shown benefits in like cellular like energy improvement and like mitochondrial health. I was going to say, I thought it was mitochondrial health. Yeah, mitochondrial health, which is like, Everyone knows, like, the powerhouse of the cell. Like, that's the most basic biology fact. Yeah. But, like, uh, it can also be very good for, like, your skin, I've heard. Like, skin and hair health. Because, like, obviously, it's working at, like, a cellular level. So, like, that's kind of that anti-aging effect. And then I've also heard that it can help with uh, sleep as well, which I'm really hoping it does. Because, like, I've used it a few times. And I don't know if I've – obviously, I haven't even had it for a week. So, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a few months of using it consistently until I can tell whether it's actually worth the money or not. But what I've been doing is using it before bed just for like 10 minutes. I'll turn the light off in the room so it's dark and just the red light. And just that effect alone is very like soothing. To oh, me. yeah, I bet. So the benefits I'm hoping to get out of it is like, I mean, the mitochondria health, like I don't even know if that's going to, if I'm going to be able to tell that type of difference. Yeah. I do like some specific testing. But I'm looking if it improves my sleep and or like if I see some improvements like in my skin, like if like my acne gets a little bit better, if I have like blemishes that kind of like fade a little bit, if either of those happens, I'll I'll be satisfied with it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like I think they're really cool and like, yeah, they shouldn't be like 
the basis of your health plan. Right. It's a very like cherry on the top type of thing. Yeah. But it's like, I want to try it at least. Like, oh yeah. It's, it's just out of like curiosity. So what's the prescription on that as far as like how much, how much you should do it? Um, I think the guy that came with it said, start with like, cause I mean, there's people that have like full body panels yep. that they just yeah. stand in front of in the nude, which that would be dope, but I don't have like five <laughs> just sitting around. But, uh, I think it starts said start with like two to three minutes per body part. Oh, okay. Just work, you can work up to like up to ten minutes. I've just been doing like, oh, uh, like turn one way, have it shine on my face for a couple minutes, turn the other way, then I'll face it, look at it. It comes with goggles because like the lights are actually very bright. So oh, okay. Stare right into it, and then like, uh, I think I just like took my shirt off and let it like shine like on my front and on my back for a few minutes. Okay. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna play around with it. See what see what happens. That was like the main big thing I got, and then I got uh got a few books. Books are always on the list. Mm -hmm. Um, got some. I think I got a B Dubs gift card, so that'll be. I haven't been to B Dubs in so long. Same. <laughs> so I must be on a trip there soon. <laughs> um, oh, I got like some. Uh, this sounds very mature of me. I got like a Pyrex dishware set, like those glass. Containers. Oh yeah. Which are really nice because I've been reading up on like plastics and stuff and trying to get away from them. Another like kind of woo thing that I've been getting into. Yeah. Just like because I heat up my food in containers a lot and like I know that heating up your food in plastics has kind of been like oh yeah as far as health. So got those. A few other miscellaneous things. Nice. What about you? Uh, I got some books and then a decent amount of clothes. I got like a Jacko shirt, oh, and then shoot. I got one of those. Um, this is your body on creatine shirt, Let's the rascal go. stuff. I've been wanting that for a while. Um, and then I got a set of irons, which I'm really excited about because I'm trying to get in the golf. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was very very good. And I got some little stuff like for the gym because I don't know. Did you see? Oh, you haven't seen, dude. My home gym's growing, bro. I've seen it on your Instagram. It looks pretty nice. It's been growing. I got some old school stuff. I've been like fixing it up a little. And yeah, I just got like a, another jump rope, ab roller, like okay. foam roller, okay. uh, like the hand foam roller and yep. a regular one. Um, and just stuff like that. So I've been trying to like slowly kind of grow that. Yeah. That way, yeah. like when I get my own place, I can hopefully have like a kind of cool garage gym set up and then. Eventually, when I want to set up my gym, hopefully I'll have like a decent amount of stuff. Already, yeah, yeah. So, ooh, that reminds me. I got like a a blood flow blood flow restriction bands, which I've been oh yeah for a while. I got a pair like it came with a pair for like your arms and like a thicker one for. Your I'm legs. pretty sure that occlusion training is pretty well researched. Like it is. Like it actually, I think it actually like because it from what I understand because I've used them on my arms. Yeah, they and, like, they blow. Them they up. just crazy, and it's really nice for. You your joints well and, yeah and That's your joints it. because you don't have to use barely any weight because no. you get so much blood pumping in your muscles yeah. i used them with curls and used like maybe 15 pound dumbbells yeah I was crying after like two <laughs> yeah no, they're good for your, i've heard they're good for joints um or if you're like coming back from an injury oh yeah or um just if you're in like a time crunch. But yeah, I haven't used them on my legs though. I'm interested to do like some. some like, I feel like that sounds just, brutal. Yeah, like some, some goblet squats or something with those. Yeah. Some lunges. I'm definitely going to mess around with them a little bit this semester because like, I don't know. I like little like modalities like that that are yeah. like, they shouldn't be like the only thing, like you shouldn't rely on them. Makes it fun though. Progress, but yeah, it's just like another thing that makes yeah. it tough. But one okay so one tip i'd say to our listeners I, i've been kind of forgetting that we're actually doing a podcast right now just because we're pretty much just catching up just been but uh one tip i'd say is there's a lot of stuff like that that is very gimmicky so yes. if you're gonna go after stuff like that just do your research because yeah. there's a lot of like cool tricks that'll provide a little bit of a benefit most mm -hmm. most of the major yeah. most of the major benefits people know about but like there's a lot of like uh, you know, there's a lot of like, like new or, or even just like less popular stuff that actually has a, a lot of benefits. But then on the flip side of that, there's a lot of people just trying to make a quick buck. Yeah. So just do your research, yeah. but don't, if you're getting like, don't get a red light, like a red light therapy device should not be the first thing you buy. It should yeah. I'd be like 
keep in mind that I've been working out for about a decade, kind of like Nolan, and like I didn't need this thing either. Like, yeah, it may do nothing, absolutely nothing for me, but I was like, well, it's Christmas, I'm gonna put it on my list, and hopefully, my mom doesn't think it's weird that I'm just asking for <laughs> a red flashlight, essentially. Yeah, but it's, I mean, there's, there's a time and place, yeah. and um, I mean, it's the same thing with supplements, like, right. and that's why there's the like examine is a really good yeah is a really good source because it can you can kind of sift through that bullshit but right but there's a reason that's the reason why it's like a billion dollar industry is because everyone's always looking for like the quick fix yeah the thing which the good news is things that are going to get you the most results like they're pretty much all free like yeah like the best recovery modality ever the best like testosterone booster ever just get more sleep good nutritious food doesn't break the bank usually and then just moving your body besides the cost of a gym membership like if you just nail those three things you're going to get like 90 probably 95 percent of the results that you could get and then everything else is just going to add yeah. just a little bit like supplements like a cherry on top yeah well i feel like we we got a decent amount out there yeah is there anything yeah. is there anything else you want to add I guess we can kind of like, br- like just briefly talk about kind of what we have in store. I feel like my goals, anyways, is just to put out podcasts that we think are relevant. So we're not going to force podcasts. Um, I'd like to get some more guests on, but like, Definitely. obviously, you've had you've had a lot on your plate this semester so we could even do like single episodes um but yeah basically we just want to put out stuff to you guys that we actually we actually believe in so yeah i'm I'm assuming maybe that's going to be one of my i know one of my like goals for them for i hate doing like new year's resolutions get such a bad rap these days but i mean i do think it is good to either I say either make goals at the beginning of the calendar year or like when your birthday comes around and you like you get a year older, whatever, like to make like, yeah. okay, like this time next year, I want to be here. And like, I think it's good to make at least a few of them, at least you don't need to make 20,000 of them. But yeah, I think that the podcast, getting back into the swing of that, getting back in the swing of posting more on Instagram and then hopefully getting some coaching clients so I can work on that aspect of my skill set are kind of the main things that I want to do as far as personal goals this year. In terms of goals, I, one really good uh, podcast I was listening to is with Jordan Peterson. And he said um, his, one of his things with young people is that they aim to, they should aim low. And he said, it doesn't mean you shouldn't aim at all it just means that you should basically make goals that are realistic and it it's effective because you're not going to be making these unrealistic goals that you're just going to give up on in in right. a couple of days so i mean just you want to have big picture goals but the main goals that you should have should be process goals where you're really just saying okay i'm going to try to do this and then have checkpoints along the way yeah but we've i mean we've talked about goal setting so much on this podcast right but i think another thing with that and i think we could probably do a whole podcast just on like there's so many like cliches and like conflicting like advice and yeah everyone like at the end of the day i at the end of the day most people are trying to sell you something like yeah like I tried to sell you something within this episode. Like I plugged my personal training, like yeah, business quote unquote, because like I do want to make money, like helping people and like doing what I like. Like yeah, but I mean, you, it's kind of hard to like sift through the noise sometimes because I mean, I think that is a good technique to use as far as goals. But then like you was you like read a book? I think it's called like the ten x rule. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, you should take your goals and then take them times ten, and that's yeah. the way you should do it. Like everyone's gonna be different, so yeah. I mean, you got to find out what works for you exactly. too. I There's think never a one size fits all. For I people. think for the long term, you should aim super high, right? And right. just be like, okay, this is what I'm expecting out of myself. But then just 
don't beat yourself up when you're not like hitting, you know, new, exactly. new standards, like every single yeah. month, you just have to, day by day. yeah. Yeah, for sure. We could probably do a whole episode just on like cliches and like sifting through the, the noise and the yeah. personal development and fitness space. Yeah, we could. I'll have to wait till another time. Yeah. Well, uh, until next time, French, you got anything else? No, it was good. It was good catching up and yeah, putting something out here. Hopefully it wasn't just useless blabber. Hopefully you got something out of it. Yeah. Um, well, we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.